Good morning and welcome to this Monday's morning devotion. Our theme is divine enlargement through outreach and our topic is God's mission. Our title for today is Love of God in Mission. Our text comes from the book of Jonah, chapter 1, as va and verse 2. Jonah 1, verse 2. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their, wicked, for their wickedness is come up before me. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We lift up your holy name. We acknowledge that you are holy God, you are mighty God, you are great God, and you are good God. You desire that the world is saved, the world is healed, and the world is sanctified and cleansed and set apart to minister unto you and to prepare for your mission and to prepare for an eternity with you. You are holy God and there is no sin with you. Thank you, Lord God, for the plan you have for your people, even when they sin, even when they go against you, even when they transgress against you. They are your people and you remember them, you visit them, you bless them. And when they turn their wicked against their wicked ways, you always on hard to receive them, to wash them, to sanctify them. And this basis of God's mission that you said us to the people, even when they are they are sinful and living in sin, the blood of Jesus Christ is able to sanctify and to atone for them and to pay for all their sins, and you see them like they never sinned before. Thank you for the plan you had for Nineveh, even in their wickedness and their rivalry against your people, their enmity with the children of Israel. You still was touched by them and you loved them and you sent Jonah. The same case for the Halula people, even in their wickedness, in their bondage, in their rebellion. Lord God, you loved them. You had something for them, you had eternity for them, you had Jesus for them, you had the blood of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the blessings of the Lord for them, and you sent us. Like Jonah, we did not go as expected, we did not go with enthusiasm, but we desire to go and serve you. We desire to go and labor in your vineyard. Unlike Jonah, we don't want to go to Tarshish, but we want to go straight and focused in God's mission, forgetting any issue we might ha have with the Lamu people, with the Lamu area, with the Lamu situation. Lord God, we're calling on your name that the entire situation in Lamu will not dissuade, dissuade us like the enmity with the children of Israel dissuaded Jonah. We want to go and trust you to lead us. We want to go and do God's mission because we love you. 
and you love your people, therefore we will love them. Father, be with us in this mission and strengthen us and guide us and help us to see it in your perspective that we may serve you. We lift up your holy name this morning. We ask you to guide us and lead us in whatever we do and whatever we plan, be with us. As a corporate body, help us to do your mission out of your love with the character of Christ in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. My name is Daniel Kabi, working among the Halula people by the grace of God. Today, I want us to begin with an exhortation. And for the exhortation, I want to share a story of a monk who was trying to save a scorpion from fall, falling in a pit of fire. There was fire in the pit and the scorpion was headed there and it sure enough would have fallen. Then the monk was trying to save it. You know scorpions bite and they, are, they got poisonous bites. And the monk tried to save the scorpion and the scorpion was biting him and he struggled with it so that it does not fall into the pit of fire and get destroyed or die. And after several attempts of saving the scorpion and the scorpion biting him, the monk managed to rescue the scorpion from falling into the fire. After all was said and done and he, the saved scorpion was released, someone asked the monk, why are you trying to save a scorpion that is in all it wants is to bite you? Why are you saving an ungrateful scorpion to fall from falling into the fire while it is actually biting you? Are you risking your life and limb because of a scorpion that does not want to be helped? Why don't you let it to fall into the fire and you save yourself from scorpion bite and scorpion poison? And the monk said, well, I get your point, but it is the nature of the scorpion to bite and it is the nature of the monks to save. That is the essence of God's mission. Our nature is to save. Well, whereas it's the nature of the world to be cruel and to be crude and to be ungrateful. Let us be like this monk. We are out there whether we are loved, whether we are appreciated, whether we are treated well, it does not matter. It does not change our nature. It would have been wrong for the scorpion to change the nature of the monk. It is also wrong for the world to change our nature and our attitude and our focus, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> and our focus in God's mission. Jesus himself, who is the savior of the world, loved the world that rejected him and crucified him. The world hated Jesus. And like the scorpion, it bit him. 
it poisoned him. It did all it wanted to do to him until it killed him and crucified him. It hated the Savior and sought his life. The world cannot hate you. This is the word of Jesus. The world cannot hate you, but me it hated, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. We find these words in the book of John, chapter 7 and verse 7. Also in John, chapter 15 and verse 18, the word of God says, If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. And John 15, 25. But this cometh to pass, that the world might be, might be fulfilled. Sorry, but this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled, that is written in the law. They hated me without cause. They hated their Savior without cause. Imagine if the children of Israel accepted Jesus Christ in his first advent, how much they would have saved themselves from the problems that they face and many of them from difficulties, from challenges and the things they're suffering up to date. Glory be to God, he still loved them because it is his character to love even those who hate him and those who spitefully use him. We see this illustrated also in Genesis, in the life and the, in the story and the life of Joseph. Joseph was hated by his own brothers, yet he was the appointed savior. When you are appointed by God to save, it is your nature it is your character, it is your duty to love the world even if it bites you, even if it seeks your life. The children of Israel hated their brother without cause. The children of Israel sought to kill their brother. And like the scorpion, they him who was the appointed savior of all of them from the coming famine that did not take so long to come and he saved them and he changed their lives completely and he gave them a place of honor in the land of Egypt where they thrived and they increased from a handful of people and they left millions of people. This is the plan of God for God's mission. When they seek to use you, to hate you, to spitefully use you, even to kill you, love them, serve them for God with the character of Christ and the handful of people we are seeking will translate into millions of souls in that day. In Jesus' name. Like Joseph, we are a type of Christ sent to a people to help them, appointed 
to offer a destiny, to be part of the destiny of the people. It is all the plan of God. The same case for the Halula mission. It is difficult mission with the challenges, especially of the issue of insecurity. But we have the character of Christ. We have a mandate. The Lord God of heaven has appointed us to help translate the Halula people from the life of difficult, from the life of darkness, from life of suffering, to help them to come into the life of light, life of abundant life, life of healing. This is the Lord who appointed. And it does not matter whether they are friendly to us, whether they will receive us, whether they will accept us in the first, whether they even let us leave. We will, we ought to go there, just like Christ, just like Joseph. When Joseph was thrown into the pit, the Lord was on hand to receive him and to protect him and to direct and order the path that he took towards his destiny, towards where he wanted him to be. When they tried to kill Jesus, when they tried to punish Jesus, when they tried to seek his life in several other occasions before the cross, the Lord was with him to protect him. Even at the beginning of his life, when Herod, King Herod sought to kill him, the Lord facilitated, facilitated a safe passage from Israel to Egypt and Jesus was saved. That safe passage is what was with Joseph and Jesus was saved the same way Joseph was saved and he facilitated the destiny of his people the same way Jesus was saved and he facilitated the salvation and the redemption of mankind. Such is our God. Let us go there. Whatever they seek to do to us, the Lord knows. It is in his hand. It is the destiny of the Lord. Let us not look at them and look at the situation and say, these are our enemies. Indeed, they seek us. Given an opportunity, they would crush us because they are not of the faith. Their hearts are not saved. Their minds are not saved. They are carnal and they have other factors in them that would set them to hate us and to kill us when we speak the word. But it's, it is not our word. It is the appointed word of God for the hour, for the mission, for the place, for the people at a time like this. And it's not our business to worry. It is the business of the Lord to see and that we preach the word and we are protected and the word goes to do its work. In God's mission, it is all appointed by God Almighty. Our work is to flow in his plan 
for the world for he loved the world and that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but shall receive salvation shall save his life the end game of god's mission is victory for the plans and the purposes of god in between we do what we have to do and let god do what he has to do to protect us to preserve us to facilitate to facilitate us as we walk in this journey in his mission notice jonah was sent by god to preach at nineveh but he could not love those people who hated his people israel nineveh was the number one enemy of the children of god and jonah knew if they repent they will not receive their due punishment they deserved the wrath of god and this we agree but much more the lord loved them and he would rather they repent just like in the missions we are telling they deserve the love of god the wrath of god but the lord god would rather the harula people repent and turn away from their wickedness and they put away their idols they destroy their idolatry and false religion so that he saves them that is number one desire for god no one should perish because the lord had paid the price jonah did not want the people of nineveh to repent and save themselves from the wrath of god but god's mission is about the world that will hate us the nature of people of nineveh was to was to fight with the children of god but when the love of god comes and they repent this nature will change and they will change their lives our nature too ought to be like god's nature to love the unlovable that they might be saved because God's love is great so great and this is what we need to emulate great love of God to love the unlovable even when they hate us and they seek to destroy us because God's mission is about loving God that's why that's the only way we can be part of God's agenda for his mission for end times by loving his people even when they don't love us they hate us they are our enemies the city of Nineveh was about 600 people and it experienced revival and God's anger was assuaged look at this from God's mission through Jonah the city of about 600 people experienced revival and God's anger was assuaged let's finish with the word of God in 
Jonah chapter 3, selected verses. We begin with Jonah 3, verse 1 to 5. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bade thee. So Jonah arose and went into Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, and proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. May God help us to have the character of Christ as we do God's mission, and we go and speak the word of God to the people, that they may repent, and that they may that the anger of the Lord may be turned away. In Jonah chapter three verse ten, and God saw the their works that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. The Lord did not destroy the city. 600,000 people were saved when Jonah preached repentance. This is our encouragement. We will preach to the Halula people and they will be saved in their thousands and they will come and repent. May the Lord help us to have the character of Christ to go immediately when we are sent and not to be like Jonah who had to detour and to be swallowed by a fish to go and preach. And by the way, Jonah was in the belly of a fish for three days. Jesus was in the belly of the world for three days. Joseph was also in a pit and also in a prison. But eventually, all these people did their mission. They did God's mission and they completed the agenda. May we do our mission, whatever happens in the belly of the ship, whatever happens, or the belly of the fish, whatever happens at the cross, at the belly of the earth, and at the pit, and at the prison. Eventually, God's mission will be accomplished. And the Halula people will repent of their sins and the anger of the Lord will be turned away and there will be a revival in the places where Halula people live in Jesus' name. Lamu Hinterlad, where the Halula people live, shall receive a revival in the appointed time and we facilitate this by the grace of God. May the name of the Lord be magnified. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shall we pray together? Father God, in the name of Jesus, that is my prayer, that Lord God, you will save 
the Halula people, you will facilitate you facilitate our safe passage. We will go protected of the Lord. When the pit comes, we shall overcome. When the fish swallows, when the ship wreck comes, you shall save us. When the fish swallows us, you shall take us. When you speak the word, you shall follow it. When they attack us and hate us and crucify and, and uh, persecute us as Christ was persecuted and killed, you will be with us, that we will overcome and nobody will touch us before our mission is completed. In the name of Jesus, nobody will stand in the way for God's mission because nobody stops God. And by this we have faith. Nobody will prevent us from doing God's work. Nobody will touch our lives. Nobody will break our bones. Nobody will stop our movement and our advancement in the Halula mission. We will win in the air. We will win on earth. We will win everywhere because our God is a winner. We claim souls, begin with Bakari and his family. Lord God, this family that you gave us as the model family through which we shall get all the other families. Lord God, remember. Remember the many prayers. Remember the many sacrifices. Remember the many investments. Remember the many trips, O oh God. And give us the edge. Give us the breakthrough. Give us the quickened word. Give us the victory like you gave Jesus, like you gave revival to Nineveh through Jonah. Uh, that, uh, that we give victory and favor to Joseph. That's what we are asking. May you hear us, O oh God. May you strengthen us. May you give us strategy. May you open our understanding. May you finance us. May you resource us that we will never lack in this mission. And we'll even spiritually we never lack. Our assistance will always be full. And the Holy Spirit will always guide us step by step. And shall give us the word to be like bread for us. In Jesus' name, be magnified, be exalted. Be with my brethren as they focus and meditate on God's mission and the exhortation and the loving for the unlovable in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for helping me to share, waiting upon you to guide me and to strengthen me all the days of my life as I serve with the Halula mission. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen.